0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Garoppolo
2: thrown down! Brian Burns gets
0: there. Spider-Man, what a pass rush by Burns. See how quickly he got to the edge? Got this is Desmond the- Johnson on the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast, here on the Believe Podcast Network the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available in your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And welcome into a brand new edition of the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Johnson, joined by Sports Illustrated Panthers beat writer Skylar Callahan, And the Carolina Panthers all-time leading rusher, Jonathan Stewart, part of the Believe Podcast Networks brought to you by BetOnline.ag. I'll give you a quick word from BetOnline here in just a bit. Loaded show today, of course. It's open mailbag. If you've got something you want to comment on regarding the Carolina Panthers or what they're doing, the draft is now less than eight days away. I think next Thursday is when it's going to kick off. So we're we're coming around the bin here on that. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about the press conference that General Manager Scott Fitterer had yesterday with the media. Had a couple of juicy tidbits there. Guys, it's starting to sound like they kind of know who they want, and it doesn't feel like they're going to move off of it anytime soon. He had some interesting uh, comments we'll share with you there in our Respond React uh, segment. And we decided we were going to do a mock draft. Instead of last year, me and Skylar were going back and forth on different picks. The three of us together are going to try to collectively put our brains together and figure out who's the best guy for – we're only going to go top ten uh, and figure out who should go where in this uh, mock draft, and you guys can actually help participate in that. If we get stuck on one of these players uh, by commenting on youtube.com forward slash at tobacco road sports radio or on the Facebook watch video. Um, before we get going, though, of course, a quick word from our friends over at Bet Online. And I uh, believe it actually just sent me over fresh off the presses a brand new read for you guys. So. That looks like the same. But anyway, uh, bet, <laughs> betonline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs, basketball, MLB, NHL, hockey, right to UFC and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options in your favorite casino and card games you can play right now from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get on the action. Be sure to use our promo code Believe BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. I actually thought about going over there and opening an account with the NBA playoffs starting, but I can't figure out the Western Conference. Like It's so jumbled with everything. It's like all the lower seeds feel like they're the vet teams, like the Lakers are at seven. <laughs> so it's like yeah. you're trying to figure this out. I don't know. It's gonna be, It'll be fun to watch, though. So there's so much stuff going on. Right now, middle of April between the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs and the NFL draft stuff going on here. Uh, my my first question for you, Stu, are you still on Anthony Richardson at number one? Because you've had a week to kind of sit on this now and and some info has come out <laughs> from, yeah. from upper from upper management where it sounds like they're kind of leaning towards a the guy. They were really good about not saying who it was. Is that guy? Yeah. Is that
1: Richardson? Um, I'm going to say that it's not Anthony Richardson. Well, you'll have a chance uh, to
0: find him a home a little bit later on here uh, in the show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get him in a good spot. We'll, we'll find a good spot. Yeah, you me. know. <laughs> well, man. There's, there's, I, there's a lot that goes with that package. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it feels like – I was trying to think of – what was the last draft? Was it 2020, I guess, that had this many quarterback prospects in it that actually turned out pretty good? I mean, we talked about it last show. 2020 had Burrow and Tua, Justin Herbert. Uh, maybe we should talk about Jalen Hurts real quick before uh, <laughs> before we get into anything. Thoughts on the deal Jalen Hurts signed? Uh, was it yesterday, Monday, Tuesday, earlier this week? And what, that, yeah. what does it mean for Lamar Jackson? Because uh, that was my—I think it was everybody's first thought when it broke. I think everyone thought about Lamar, <laughs> and not uh, Jalen. What, what were your thoughts when you heard about this deal? Uh, was it two hundred fifty-five million dollars, five years? Largest uh, deal in NFL history, fifty-one million, I believe, average, uh, which is the highest in the league right now. Um, thoughts on this when you heard it drop, and did uh, the, the, the yeah. Eagles do the right thing?
2: I mean, I think they did the right thing in paying him. I mean, it is—it's crazy to think that he's the the highest-paid quarterback in the league, highest-paid player in the league. But <laughs> I mean, it's—it's it's not when it comes to these things. Like, you got to really kind of. Take it fluidly because, like, these are just resetting the markets. Like, he's not going to be the highest paid player come next year. Uh, (laughs) very, Very true. But with Lamar, I don't know that it really like does anything to his contract because I think Baltimore is like firm. Like, this is the 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 line that we'll go to, and we're not crossing it. And I don't think that Jalen Hurts is deal has anything much to do with it. I mean, it, maybe in the in the uh, public eye it does. But I think, too, like Jalen, like he's he's taking his team to a Super Bowl. <laughs> like yeah. he's arguably – I don't even think it's arguable. I think he's a, probably a better passer than Lamar Jackson and probably more durable. Um, we'll see long term, but I, I think this is more so of Jalen getting rewarded for taking his team to a Super Bowl, something Lamar has not yet to do. And hasn't hardly had any success in the playoffs.
0: He's, I mean, Lamar's done everything else. Um, I thought I saw Lamar got offered something similar to this from the Ravens before. Two hundred uh, million
2: guaranteed is what I thought. Yeah, of.
0: so uh, I think Lamar needs an agent. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I well, really do. Help.
2: Like if, if I'm if I'm a guy that's only played in 24 games over the last two years, and they offer me two hundred million guaranteed. I'm signing that thing yesterday. Really? Yes. <laughs> I don't. I don't care about trying to be the highest paid guy in the league. Like the heck with that.
0: It's a futile. It's a futile chase because you're never going to be the highest paid longer than, like you said, no. you know, half a year maybe at the longest. Someone's I'm always sure going to be your top. You Burrow's going to sign. Herbert's going to sign. We're, I mean, are you going to get three hundred million? Like, could Joe Burrow be the first three hundred million dollar? Qu- hmm. <laughs> nah, Cincinnati would never. No, not Cincinnati. I, I don't know. I, I can't see the big. Cincinnati's never moving off Joe. Burrow. Yeah. Unless he just
2: falls off the, the cliff, but I, I don't see that. I don't, I don't see that happening.
0: Stu, your thoughts when you heard about this deal, being a former player and seeing out all of them bags getting rolled up to, to Jalen hurts. I mean, the dude deserves it. He, he feels like a leader for the next 15 years for the Eagles
1: uh, thoughts on the deal and Lamar. Yeah, man. I mean, Jalen's gone about his business the right way. I mean, he seems like a guy that just shows up and just gets his work done. Um, you know, I love his press conferences and just his demeanor, his approach, um, to the game. You can tell that, you know, he's got one thing on his mind, which is, you know, playing well at his position and helping his his locker room, excel on the field. Um, and, and you hear the stories from people about his work ethic. Mm -hmm. Um, that's something that you can depend on. That's something that you can, you know, really, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you pay a guy that much money, you can go to sleep at night knowing that he's probably up working or thinking about football. Um, so from a player standpoint, former player standpoint, you know, if I'm the guy in that locker room. I'm excited. Um, Cause I know that, you know, that bag is going to do nothing but you know motivate him even more. Cause you know, I think he's a guy that's motivated by, you know, you know, showing his, his worth, you know, and showing his value. Um, And so right now he's, his value's out there. (laughs) I mean, he's kind of,
0: it feels like he's, he set the market not to Sean because Deshaun Watson's contracts really starting to feel more like an outlier now. Like it's not where we're going. Like it's it's very clear. These teams do not want to go that route, but for him to get, I think it was 177 million of this guaranteed. Uh, So, I mean.
2: And I think a lot of what gets lost in that too is, like Deshaun was in a trade, and that was part of the, of the trade was ne- that was negotiated versus yeah. Jalen's already on the team. Lamar's already on his team. Lamar's going to be a free agent. So, I mean, those are completely different situations.
0: We'll see what happens with Lamar because uh, we haven't really heard a whole lot of movement with that or the whole Aaron Rodgers to the Jets thing in like a month, it feels like. I don't know what the holdup is because the draft is next week, so you would think they would need to do something trade-wise to – I
2: have an idea, yeah. The the draft next year is loaded. And I think Green Bay would rather have that first round pick next year. Mm. So I don't really think they care too much about this year's draft. I think they're they're looking as like, hey, we don't we're not in the rush. We're going to get what we want and get next year's first
0: draft. See, I never understood that logic because it's like, okay, if you're trading Aaron Rodgers to the Jets and you're getting their pick next year, Aren't the Jets going to be better next year? So in that first-round pick going to really be like a low first-round, like in the twenties? Maybe. I mean, if the if the Jets are good, you assume they're going to be better than what they are. But maybe uh, <laughs> it's this kicking the can down the road thing that I see a lot of uh, a lot of teams do. Uh, Dallin in the house. He said, "I just watched Bryce's Pivot podcast interview, and I'm switching my pick from CJ to Bryce. I love Bryce's character. What a sharp young man." I don't care about the worries with him anymore. He just seems like a phenomenal person. That's kind of what I've been waiting to happen. Like, out of all these prospects, I've been kind of waiting for somebody to just emerge, like, from them. Uh, This happened with Cam in 2011, where, you know, he was getting compared to Blaine Gabbert and some other guys in that draft. Mm -hmm. And after time, you saw him, I think it was his, uh, he had, like, a locker room thing with John Gruden, where he was on the chalkboard, like, drawing up a play or something. I think it was that moment where I was like, okay, I'm good with this guy. Like, he's... You got something with him that makes you want to follow him. Like, there's just some kind of something. Yeah, and out of all these it's guys, the, it's, it's,
1: it's the it's, it's the huddle. Like, can I see this guy in the huddle? Can I believe this guy in the huddle? Can this guy hold me accountable? Will I listen to this guy? Hmm. And those are the measurements, man, that people have to take into consideration. I think they do all these, um, you know, response test, the cognitive testing that they've been doing and the grade that he has um, amongst all the other quarterbacks and, you know, previous, you know, quarterbacks that have been drafted and the way it ranks in that. I mean, at the end of the day, your quarterback is making decisions. He's making decisions to communicate. He's got to communicate the right way. He's got to be – and it all has to be received. You know what I'm saying? So the confidence on the field – coming from your quarterback, he's your leader. I mean, that's the true X factor right there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And so um so obviously, <laughs> you know, every every I feel like every week like I like from the, from the moment we start talking about these quarterbacks, the like I'm reintroduced to something that just stands out about Bryce Young. Yeah. And and, and, and in, the, in the back of my mind, I'm like, ah, but, you know, there's this thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, but it, it's, it's, it's really a, te- a testament to his story. You know, all his life he's been around people that have these same questions and he continues to prove them wrong. And, I'm, and going to that pivot interview that he was talking about, man, like you really get to see who this guy is through this interview um and no wonder why these teams have fallen in love with them. we heard a little bit of that yesterday from scott fitter
0: uh dan morgan in terms of they were very good about not revealing who their number one guy is but it was pretty clear to anybody that's been following the panthers and the choices that it feels like it's bryce and the way they were describing bryce and the way they were kind of defending his size and some of the other stuff i went and pulled uh a couple of quotes from Scott Fitter from yesterday for us to kind of go through and respond and react. Uh, one of them has to do with Bryce's size, uh, actually in terms of it being a concern. Uh, Cause I was the thing that we landed on to, to start off with, with this here is general manager, Scott Fitterer talking about Bryce's. Oh, well, he got asked a question about Bryce's size. This is him uh, discussing that. Well, actually hold on. I'm in the wrong spot. Um, and it was actually a twofold question because our, our, buddy Joe person from the athletic asked a follow up. Don't buy another toothbrush until you see what this one. Can do. <laughs> <laughs> Thought so I had avoided good, this. Uh, there we Russell
3: go. Wilson came out and he had three balls patted down. This senior year. Uh, you know, Bryce had to, so If you're talking just about Bryce. Uh, you know, this doesn't seem to be an issue when you grow up, uh, you know, a shorter quarterback, you learn how to, you know, evolve your game and, and adapt and see the field. Uh, he's done that just like CJ's, you know, evolved his game and Will's evolved his game. They all, they all develop and, you know, there's certain tools that they have and they learn to play to their uh, strength and they've all done that.
0: Yeah. Um. Before we go for, I'm going to go ahead and run the second one because it kind of adds on to that. Uh, Joe Person was asking him about um, – not Bryce's height, but, like, we talked about how we thought, you know, he's not – what's the word? Thick enough, I guess? I don't don't feel comfortable. Very slender. He's very slender. There we go. Um, And this is Fitter's response to that. And I heard you all addressing the height.
3: What about Bryce's weight? There's a lot of people that think he's going to play at 195. Is that a concern, durability and longevity? Yeah, I I think, you know, nutritionally we can do some things – Uh, To educate him, um, you know, get him in the weight room. You can see when you really look at his lower body, his lower body has gotten bigger. He, you know, he's put on a lot of mass down there. A lot of times quarterbacks don't want to lift upper body because you get a little bit bound up. Um, But there's some things he's going to naturally put on size as he ages as well. Again, going back to to Russ, I think he came out at, you know, 200, maybe he might have been 206 pounds. He's at 220 now. I mean, guys just grow. Um, That's something he can control and that's something we can help him with can't
0: control the height. Is it just me, or does that sound like he was defending their pick? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, he had it
1: prepared. Oh, like, he knew. I can tell you know. one thing. I know who he didn't mention. <laughs> Anthony Richardson. They
0: are. <laughs> uh, he even mentioned Will Levison there, too. Like, man. man, like, it feels like it's Bryce. And I feel like I'm happy I came to that before it was force-fed on me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm glad I kind of came to my own uh devices and was like okay I'm okay with Bryce and then a week or so later it feels like that's where they're going as opposed to having to settle for Bryce like I wanted somebody else and then they pick Bryce and I got to kind of convince myself into it I think we've had enough time on the podcast to kind of almost I feel good with any of the three uh CJ Bryce or Anthony Richardson with the coaching staff we have but again Bryce feels like he kind of has that it factor um and dudes follow him. Let me ask you guys this. Do you remember anybody ever really commenting about his size when he was at Alabama?
2: I I mean, just knowing that I'm in – like I cover West Virginia, obviously not hear a lot of college people talk. I, I know a lot of people were concerned about it, but I don't think it was really that big of a talking point just because of him being in Alabama, right? Like it didn't matter what they were going up against. He was getting protected very well, and I don't think it ever kind of became an issue – the one thing that kind of stood out to me in this pressure yesterday, um, and it was something I talked about last week, I said when I start diving in, in Bryce's film, the one thing I'm looking for in particular is the batted balls. Is that an issue? There And Scott said that he only had two all year long. So clearly that's something that's, you know, that plagued Baker Mayfield throughout his whole college career, NFL career so far. It's yeah. not going to be an issue with Bryce Young, at least. We don't think. He knows how to find the lanes, like he said. And to me, if you can get the ball out quick, you're really not having to worry about guys getting a hand on a ball. As long as your guys are doing their thing up front, you get the ball out quick, taking shots downfield, there's not going to be enough time for those guys to to get hands up.
0: Are you, are you concerned about the size at all, Stu, uh, in terms of his height and getting the ball out into these adders?
1: It's like there's never been the height, it's always just been his his ability to pack on weight and keep it. Um, and I mean, like I said, every week, I get I get convinced I get convinced that this is a new wave brother all
0: I (laughs) I gotta do is put that kid in a room with a loaf of bread a jar of peanut butter and a gallon of milk and tell him every hour you eat some peanut butter (laughs) drink some milk and
2: then you it it does kind of scare you though because like just think about the guys that are in this division in particular especially like Atlanta they they added some guys in that front seven that are really big dudes but more more like Vita Vea in Tampa. Just imagine if he lands on
0: Bryce a few times. Imagine if he lands on one of us. Like, I don't even think size matters when he yeah. <laughs> cut it a three really really Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my thing, too, because everyone talks about they're worried about him getting hurt. I'd be worried about anybody I picked getting hurt. Like, you know, in terms of that position and it's number one, and you're going to have those worries regardless of who it is. I think with, with Cam, we got spoiled because we felt like, well, he's bigger than a lot of the dudes that are going to hit him. You know, like yeah. it's going to be harder to hurt him because <laughs> he's. I, I think one
1: of the things that I that I feel comfortable about is you know listening to that pivot in, interview, um, which they do a tremendous job. I gotta go listen. Um, to them.
0: Yeah, they're great. But
1: you know, his confidence within himself is through the roof. Yep. And like he said something along the lines like, "I can only control what I like." It's really like one of them quotes that you hear from a seasoned vet, like, I can only control what I can control. So why would I worry about anything else? Hmm. Like, you know, he can't control whether he's going first first pick, second pick, whatever, Who, what team it is. All he's worried about is getting himself prepared for whatever situation. And a guy like that, that kind of speaks like that, you know, yeah. He, he, he knows himself well enough to block out the noise, to be in a situation where only he can get himself out of. So, like, you know, he's going to – like, quarterbacks are going to get sacked. Like, guys are going to get injured. But I have – like, I'm developing this confidence – in his confidence,
0: <laughs> it's a, it's kind of uh, contagious. It's contagious, yeah, yeah it's and contagious. Um, and they probably- said something about that earlier in the press conference. Well, not specifically about Bryce, but he he mentioned basically out of the guys that it came in, there was one that really stood out in terms of all the stuff you just said. And just based off of what you just said, I have to assume I haven't heard that about CJ Stroud. Like, yeah, in terms of his confidence being infectious and all that other stuff, or Levis or AR, really, Bryce has been the main one that has had that. So I I think they moved up to one for Bryce and were willing to be convinced otherwise and really did due diligence to try to see if that was the case, and they landed on Bryce, I'm pretty pretty sure.
2: To go off what Stu was saying about the confidence in, like, for example, like I think a lot of times – quarterbacks can just have you always hear about like having a command of the offense a command of the huddle right that is such an overlooked thing when it comes to these these draft evaluations and everything like that if he has full grasp of this offense and, and everyone in that huddle believes in him and believes in the call even if they don't think it's the right call that goes so far than what you can ever imagine and the only way i know this is i actually talked to um I think it was Steve Slayton that told me this a couple of years back. He's like, now we didn't run a huddle at West Virginia, but when Pat White would call the play, you just knew like that that alpha mentality that he had, that that confidence that he had in the call every single time, and you knew he you had him going to bat with you every single play, you knew that you were going to work, that you were going to get the work in, and you knew that you were going to win. So I think that same kind of confidence – but calmness at the same time like when there's pressure that comes up or adversity bryce he gives me that that vibe kind of like steve was telling me about pat is like if that adversity comes just just stay even killed. we're gonna get through it like and i think that's why bryce has kind of po- positioned himself to be the number one pick
0: that's that's a really good point i was just thinking back in panthers history really jake Delhomme and cam newton are the only quarterbacks i can think of as a fan where it didn't feel like you were out of a game because they were there, uh, especially early Jake, like o three 3 to like 8 Jake DeLone, uh, and really 3 to 0-5, that pocket where like he, it felt like that dude could get you down the field 80 yards. Like the bigger the stakes, the more he would like rise to yeah. it. Almost. It, was, it was crazy sometimes. Now that ended up backfiring against him towards the end. <laughs> but uh, – and then with Cam, Cam just came in with like this – like almost like childlike love of the game you know what i mean like just like just always smiling that's a
1: great way to put it man because it's it's made it fun
0: yeah yeah you got the 2015 carolina panthers to me feel like they had the most fun over the course of a season than any team I can remember, except for maybe the 85 Bears. But they were out there murdering people. So that's, what, <laughs> that's, that's what like. a different vibe. <laughs> you the, know? Uh, the turnover
2: celebrations near the sideline, that was.
0: Yeah, I mean, all wow. posing for pictures, all stuff on the sideline. And st- I mean, like, towards the end of the season, it was, like, the whole team, like, involved on oh, no, it. No. And, and, like, the whole nation doing the dab and all this. I mean, it was just, like, a, like a thing. And Cam was, like, the catalyst to a lot of that stuff. And uh, if I want another guy like that, Sam Darnold's not that. Teddy Bridgewater wasn't that. I mean, they're 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 quarterbacks. They range from decent to average to potentially could be good down the road, but none of them had that, that asset that you know guys are gonna run through walls for them, I don't believe. Uh none of them. So maybe it's gonna be Bryce. Um, real quick before we get over to the mock draft, uh, Scott Fitter got asked about. Uh, another question that's been blown up a lot on social media, especially Panthers social media, will the Panthers tr- uh, entertain trading the number one pick? This is what Scott Fitter had to say regarding that idea.
3: You know, uh, as of right now, I don't see us trading the pick. We'll always pick up the phone. Um, but I, I think we're in a position where we like where we're at. We're, we're convicted. Um, but just philosophically, we'll always pick up the phone and listen. But it's, it's got to make sense.
0: I just want to put that in there, just so we can stop talking about them trade. I never understood why they would, uh, and it kind of kept blowing up in terms of people saying, "Well, if Houston did this, if Houston did that," I never thought they were they moved to to play around like that in the first place. I thought they moved up to get a guy, <laughs> forget everybody else. That's why we moved to one. So they're kind of clearing that up, so we don't have to worry about that uh, them trading that thing. They're going to be picking number one, so we don't have to wait till usually we got to wait like nine nine thirty. On Thursday to see who we're gonna get first round. We we going on right at what seven, eight, seven o'clock. Right John. Didn't you say, Stu, you're doing the pick for day two for the Panthers?
1: Yeah, we're doing I'm doing uh the they do the legends, some legends from some different teams. There you go. Um so get to go out there and represent the Carolina Panthers. Yes, sir. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So we'll see what we do. I'm a turn out pick or the, the third round. Who, who knows what who knows what really will happen. I was gonna say when second, you have to second round or third round. You, you like, Scott Finney might, <laughs> might be over there, you know, being a magician. <laughs> they're,
0: gonna, they're gonna be sitting backstage <laughs> for hours trying to figure out well, when am I supposed to go out here and say this pick? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my kids when I see you come up on stage, like I know him. I know him. Yeah, I know that the guy. The guy. Yeah, I know yeah. him. You
2: gotta have a game plan, right? Because, like, Pat McAfee, when he did it in Nashville, he came out and just, like, terrorized all the Titans. Right? <laughs> like, about it, right?
1: Nah, man. You know, I'm uh, I'm actually gonna come out there with a piano, okay. roll out there, Yeah. and, and serenade my pick. <laughs>
0: John Legend style. Get,
1: get it all over there. With the 39th pick. We so, <laughs> I love
0: it. I love Let's it. Switch it up, man. So uh we got we got we said we were gonna do the mock draft. We we do it each season. Um, because the past three years we've been on the air, we've had a top ten pick, so <laughs> we decided we were gonna do something to that effect. We weren't gonna do the whole first round, we don't have the time for that, but we do have time to do the first 10. Uh, So collectively, we're going to try to figure out where these players probably have the best places to go. We can do trades and stuff in this mock, apparently, but uh, I'll let you two decide if we do any trades or we just keep it the order that it is as it stands as we're uh, (laughs) live streaming this out. If you guys watching or listening want to participate in this mock and give us some idea of who should go where you can do so, just comment in the Facebook watch uh, comment section or on the YouTube video underneath it, uh, like Dallin had been doing throughout earlier in the show. Uh, you can do that, and we can actually get your comments there. Let me grab the. Uh, so this is how it's going to work. I went and found a mock simulator. This is from NFL uh, NFLMockDraftDatabase.com, uh, and what it's going to allow us to do is basically go in and do this as if it's a draft. So it's got like a clock and everything else on it. Try to a little bit bigger. All right, cool. So uh, without further ado, matter of fact, I think I still got my. Uh, my little NFL, yeah, I do.
2: There we go.
0: Yeah, now it's draft time. It's draft time. So uh, the uh, the Carolina Panthers. I'm gonna go ahead and start. The Carolina Panthers are on the clock. So uh,
2: Might as well just go ahead good.
0: Put it in. <laughs> I would say you do. <laughs> what <gentlemen>, uh, <laughs> hey, is this man? My... That's weird. Just so we can go with Bryce. Bryce. All right. So Bryce Young. Goes number one to the Carolina Panthers. Woo! The Houston Texans it. are on the clock. The Texans have the 12th pick in this draft too. Uh needs quarterback water. Well, pretty much the whole team. <laughs> <Their> <laughs> they need everything. Uh who... this is not gonna be a quarterback. Yeah. <sighs> this <sighs> is gonna
2: be Will Anderson. I think they're going to shock everybody because, and actually, I don't know who said it. It may have been Todd McShay or somebody. And I, and I started thinking about it. I was like, you know what? This starts to make a lot of sense. That quarterback class next year is really good. This team's going to be still a lot of uh, very far away from competing. So they're going to have another top pick next year. And they're sitting there at 12. Anthony Richardson could be there at 12.
0: One we of these quarterbacks is going to drop. They yeah. always do. One one out of the four is going to drop. and is going to be sitting there at twelve. Like Latt- Latt- was Jones. You can't tell me that D'Amico
2: Ryan's is not looking at Will Anderson and just jaw on the ground. Like
0: you might have just convinced me that I think it's what, Will Anderson. Stu, what do you think?
1: I'm with my man. I think I just, so too. Yeah, you just yeah, got to. Awesome. He's making a statement as a defensive head coach anyway. So go ahead.
0: Yep, that makes sense. Will Anderson goes number two to Houston. Edge from Alabama. The Arizona Cardinals yeah. on the clock. Uh they have the third pick in the NFL draft. They just signed Kyler Murray to an extension. Um, they need everything too. Uh Edge, cornerback, receiver safety. If this is where Anderson goes to
2: Arizona the the trade value for this pick is gonna go like through the roof.
0: Oh, did it say? Um, make trades? I thought it said I could trade on here. We won't do trades. Oh, yeah, you, I guess you can do a trade. Nah, we won't do that. It'd be kind of complicated, but I don't know how to do it. I that. would say <laughs> Vegas move up and get Stroud, but that's... Mm. But at, I, uh, I, I three, don't know. What are y'all thinking? I mean... Think,
1: I think if... Uh,
0: mm, it's looking I think if good. Will
1: Anderson's off the table, I definitely think... Uh, Jalen Carter's still sitting there. I think Vegas has to move up. <laughs> Let me see what happens if, if this trade button. Because that means that a quarterback's gonna be taken by yeah. someone. You know what I'm so saying? Like, and you gotta get it and like you don't want the Colts to you wanna beat the Colts to the punch, right? Yeah. So
2: and if you're Houston, you don't want CJ Stroud going to Indy.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know how to do this. That's the, <laughs> point.
2: Point. the trade. Click. click the seven. So Houston so, would get number seven, and let's throw in uh, their their second round pick, I guess. Um, and maybe three, Not enough. Two first,
0: you think that's too much? Uh, still says no. Oh, it says too much. Too much. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or there's more red and too much. Then I don't know how to read this. <laughs> it's not letting me. Tra- it's saying that we can't do it. Uh, take away
2: the second. Take away the second.
0: Get off. It won't let me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I'm sitting here clicking it and won't let me do anything. No. Let's. Okay. We
2: can theoretically <laughs> just take Stroud and just say that it's Vegas. He's going
0: to Vegas, yeah. We'll do it, like, NBA-style, where the trade happens after the – Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> so, Arizona, uh, we said where? Uh, Stroud? Yeah. we so will be guess. going to Vegas? Yeah. That's what i say. I, that sounds about right. Well, yeah, that sounds right. It, it's going to look weird because it's going to say CJ Stroud, Arizona, and we already know they got Kyler Murray, but he's going to Vegas. So, when we get to Vegas, we're actually picking for Arizona.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and
0: it's got to be Levis, right? I don't know. I actually, I, I cool. think Richardson could end up there. Either the next two spots are going to be one of the two places I think Richardson's going to be, either Indy or Seattle. Um, I think Levis is going to be the one that falls. To be honest, uh, they wouldn't. Sh- I mean, they need everything. <laughs> Everybody up here needs everything. Uh, the Colts actually need a quarterback and a wide receiver. Uh, o line, D line, cornerback, edge, linebacker, <laughs> like a quarterback here.
1: They just, yeah. Yeah. I Richardson, think I it. it's hard, man. I think the, it depends on what this cognitive test comes down to. I feel like there's a lot of value in that these days, right now. I thought I saw that Richardson scored very high. Um, yeah test um and so I think that's the reason why he goes to the Colts you put him back there with Jonathan Taylor Mm. Mm. it's a problem I think that could
0: I think if the Colts had to choose between him and Levis they're going to pick Richardson if I'm if I'm Colts I think that's what I would do uh yeah let's let's go right on.
1: yeah and and, and at the end of the day too we talking about you know that it factor like what is a guy like in the locker room what is Mm a guy like in in the huddle like that's a guy I can get behind.
0: Uh so that makes it interesting for Seattle. Um coming in with the, the fifth pick here. Jalen Carter is still on the board. Uh the the, the who many think people consider was the best player in the draft.
2: Yeah, I think you would go right here. Or I mean they could maybe take Levis, but then again, they could take a guy like Hendon Hooker in the second round or something to sit behind Gino. I, I They've got know. pick
0: twenty. Seattle's got picked twenty. Oh, yeah, that's right. So they could
2: take Hooker at twenty. Yeah, I think they would go Carter or some defensive pick here, maybe even Tyree Wilson. I I, I think it'd be Carter.
1: What do you think, Stu? So. I, I, Carter's the best player left on the board. Uh, I mean, you get. I think at the end of the day, when you're at that position, you know, you got to take the best available. Yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> I <mean, I> mean, <laughs> thinking too
2: hard about it. Just go ahead. <laughs> <part. It's> really, Seattle <laughs> be because I mean, it's not their pick. Their actual pick is twenty. So they could just look at this and say, hey, let's just take the best player
3: available since it's mm-hmm.
0: not our yep. pick. Yep. Uh, Detroit, at pick number six, Detroit has the 18th pick in this draft also. Uh, mm-hmm. Are they good with Jared Goff, or do they go hunting as well? Or, actually, do they try to protect Jared Goff? There's a couple of – I,
1: I, I think they go get my ducky over there in University of Oregon. Christian, go like Christian. Gonzalez. you saying
2: seen – I was going to say either Gonzalez or Wilson, but I'm leaning more towards Gonzalez, too. So, yeah.
0: So, Gonzalez to Detroit. Seventh uh, this is the Las Vegas pick, but we made a trade earlier. It's actually Arizona. Um, so, it's the Arizona pick here. Uh, Tyree Wilson, probably. Get you an edge yeah, rush. We need an edge rush for bad. J.J. Watt tired. Either that or Paris Johnson, the, the tackle from Ohio State. If you want to. I look at, it like, if you're going to give Kyler Murray 200-plus million dollars, you probably should try to protect him. <laughs> you know, you probably should at least make some sort of concerted effort to say, hey, we understand you're coming off of a knee injury. Let's fix this offensive line. Um, I like the offensive line move. So either Johnson or Peter Skoronsky hmm. from Northwestern. Uh, or you can go get a target for, uh, for golf. Jackson Smith, Najiba. The, the, the I can't pronounce it. Injigba. In He's yeah. still on here. Uh, I think that's who uh Fitterer was talking about in that press conference. He said uh a wide receiver came in that really impressed them. He didn't say who it was, but there was only two that came in there. Uh that interviewed, I would think it was probably him. There's a couple names on here: Miles Murphy, Clemson, the edge rusher, but <clears throat> Tyree Wilson's still on here. Uh it's the car- I keep looking at it, thinking it's the Raiders. It is the cards. The cards need uh. The cards need Oh I won't show me. They oh, needed everything. Dry. Yeah, they need <laughs> You gotta protect Kyler at this point. You've got invested. It. is it uh where'd he go? I think you Chris Johnson. Me personally, I,
2: I I would go Tyree Wilson because he's the best pure edge rusher left. And mm-hmm. there's a few other offensive tackles that you can take maybe later on, but I I don't know. I think they've that's just me.
0: I don't know. I like one vote for Wilson. Uh Stu, you said offensive line, right? Yeah, I'm kind of leaning offensive line too. Um, I'll I'm go Paris Johnson. I'm good with Paris Johnson. We'll, we'll go Paris Johnson for Arizona. Uh Atlanta pick number eight. I they were picking around this spot last year. Um, yeah, I'm going they need back. everything
1: too. <laughs> I'm go- I'm, hey, listen, y'all going to hate me, but I'm going to say they got to go Bijan. You got to go get that I'm running, running back. Wild, running back. You got to go running back. I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, got to because at the end of the day, you get a guy like that. He's a playmaker, and and you just get just get the playmaker. Cause it's so it's so crazy nowadays too, where people make us question running backs
0: getting drafted. Because when
1: the it, when they when when they were successful as a unit, um, Patterson Cordell Cordell was going off right. Yeah, Yeah. When he was hurt, they had to figure it out. They had the backup last year. I can't think of his name right now, but he played well. Algier, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, he played He played well. But, I mean, you get a guy like this, you know, he could be a generational talent. So.
0: I
2: well, agree. Uh, I'm going to go in a different direction to make does be the deciding factor here. And it's still another weapon. I'm going Smith and Jigba here.
0: Ooh, ooh. <laughs>
2: ooh I, I wouldn't that's even mm. Jackson Smith and Jigba with Drake London and Kyle Pitts. You're you're giving Desmond Ritter a very
0: uh good chance to succeed. Didn't they sign somebody? Did they send somebody else too? A quarterback, or i they thinking uh they signed Heineke. Heine- oh, yeah, that's right. But this is um, reason,
1: this is the reason why you need a running back because you already got guys, right. You control the middle. You can control the middle of the field because you got you got a running back now that can catch the ball out of backfield, wherever wherever you need him to be, he can be there. Right? You got Kyle Pitts over the middle when they utilize him the right way, like they utilized him against us last year, ripped us apart. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, I'm just like I know guys don't like to take running backs and give them all that money and. And invest, you know, in these early rounds like they used to. But man, look. I mean, if he pans out, he pans
0: out. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm i do not I don't have a problem with that. Uh they do I feel like they don't have the quarterback situated. Like, is this one of those things, like uh one of those teams from earlier where the next year is gonna be so loaded at quarterback that they just try to start putting some pieces in there first? Uh yeah. So what is is either Robinson or uh the kid from Ohio State? So either wide receiver or running back we're looking at here. Um, I think I might have to go with Stu and Robinson because I've been hearing a lot about him lately, like more so, like it's starting to build a little bit. And if you've got a guy back there that you can lean on, you know, 20, 25 carries a three down back, which it sounds like he could be, that could go a long way towards helping a young quarterback. I, I'm i going a gold Robinson, uh, so Robinson goes to Atlanta. They picked two skill position players in the first round, two years in a row. Uh Chicago is at number nine. This is the pick that we had that we traded them uh to move up to number one. Chicago needs everything. Um, they actually got quarterback on here <laughs> as a need for <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> quarterback, <laughs> running yeah. back, like wow. Okay. Um, what does Chicago do here uh at nine?
2: Will okay.
0: Tyree Wilson. I'm going Skaronsky. They need to
2: get Justin Fields' protection. That offense yeah. was awful last year. They traded for DJ Moore. They got uh, Deontay Foreman, so they've got some pieces around them. They just need to protect them. Skoronsky, local kid, played at Northwestern. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah,
0: that does make a lot of sense. I forgot that Foreman son with Chicago, too. Wow. Okay. PJ's there, too. Mm-hmm. Oh wow!
1: Yeah, Chicago <laughs> Panthers, baby.
0: Chicago Panthers, Panthers. Buffalo Panthers, Chicago Panthers, I wish they'd share some of this good fortune with us. <laughs> that would be nice. So I'm gonna pick Skronsky for Chicago. That gets us to ten. I don't know how Philly made it to the Super Bowl, and they've got two first round picks. Uh, in this, in this, uh, this <laughs> draft, they got ten and thirty. They um, got,
1: uh, where hmm. did
2: that pick come from? Detroit, maybe?
0: No uh New no. Orleans. They've had a bunch of ones up New Orleans. I think they got Tyree Wilson. I was going to say Wilson's still on the board. I uh, think he goes to Philly. They lo- they've they lost some free agents in this offseason too, haven't they? I think that no one's really talked yeah. about that a whole
1: lot. The- they lost some D-line. They lost uh, – who was that at D-line? Uh, oh, Hargrave. Uh, Hargrave. Yeah.
0: Uh, so you could get this guy to, p- to put him beside or opposite Hassan Redick, Uh Yeah, at least you got some Wilson. dogs that's gonna bite. Yeah, I yeah I I think Wilson goes right. Here. That was part
1: of their success last year is because they it was getting after that quarterback. Yeah,
2: I like, I like Wilson there too. I would probably also make an argument for Nolan Smith out of Georgia. Dude's super talented nice. linebacker yes. slash edge, um, just plays all over the field. Like
1: he might be the best. He might be the only linebacker worth grabbing.
2: Yeah.
1: Early I on.
0: Mean, the, um, uh we I mean that was the top ten. Uh if you guys want to keep going a little bit, we can. Uh we're at eleven Tennessee, who I just saw today have made an offer to trade for uh Aaron Rodgers. So we'll I don't know. <laughs> we'll see what happens with all that. I thought I also saw Tennessee might be trying to trade Derrick Henry. So because uh, I think Dallas was inquiring about him. Um, who, what I don't know what Tennessee's doing. AFC South is kind of wide open, although Jacksonville seems like the team that's on the come up uh, in the AFC South.
1: <sighs> Would they take a chance on Will Levis? I think, they, I think they look like a Will Levis type team. They do. <laughs> <laughs> they do look like a Will Levis type team.
0: you in Tennessee, Kentucky guy. To me, like mm. – You've
2: got Malik Willis, and I don't know that there's going to be much separation between them. And I, I'm not saying Malik's going to be their answer, but I'm saying like I think you're at this point you're not getting one of the top quarterbacks in the draft. So I would I would take one of the better players available. I don't know. So don't maybe
1: think. so maybe a receiver.
2: Maybe. I mean they don't have any receivers outside of Traylon Burks, but there you go. Scroll down a little bit. Let's see who else has they got here.
0: Quentin Johnson, uh, TCU. Jordan Addison, USC. Um, Darnell. Right. Zay Flowers, uh, who Steve Smith was very high on. I saw that. Darnell Washington, the uh, this Georgia tight end.
2: You start I'm, going, getting- out, I'm this- going out of the box here. I'm going Darnell Wright, <laughs> Tennessee kid. They need some offensive line help. They don't Ooh. have Taylor Lewan
0: anymore. That I mean
2: that's oh. way out
1: of the box. Bro. That's a that no, that that's actually, actually a good look right
0: there. Yeah, actually just, and and teams typically do a lot of that because it's right in their backyard, so they've got more chances to see that guy. I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna go that way too. Uh so that's Darnold White, uh right going to uh Tennessee from Tennessee. Houston back on the clock at pick 12. They put the who
2: Quentin Johnson.
0: Oh, Quentin Johnson, TCU, wide receiver. That's my pick. That sounds same kind of situation in their backyard, play a Texas Christian. Uh
1: I'm surprised
0: how do you pronounce this dude's name again?
1: <laughs> Smith- Njiba. In- 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 I, hey, I, I gotta I got a thought going back to Tennessee right quick. My man from the quarterback from Tennessee. Oh
2: yeah, Hendon Hooker. That is At I,
1: I'm I'm convinced that when he's healthy, he can Good. actually be and probably a good fit for the Titans, yeah. Especially being in the backyard, they probably know everything about him, probably know everything about his rehab. They probably
0: know, yeah. Like, actually, would would Houston be in play for Hooker at 12?
2: Uh, probably not. I because they need to get as much talent as they can. You have two top 12 picks, they can get a quarterback next year. Or maybe the first quarterback.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Devin Witherspoon's still the on here. Thing, the good
2: thing left. for Tennessee is they've, if, if they own their second round pick, which I'm not sure if they do, it'll be in the first, like, obviously 10 or 12 picks. So Hooker could still, in theory, be there.
0: The, uh, with Houston, did I take Witherspoon from Illinois? He's the highest rated one left on here. At eight.
2: They took Stingley last year. so I oh, don't yeah, they did. The corner.
0: Levis is still here. Uh ben Ness from Iowa. Porter Jr. from Penn State. Miles Murphy I've seen a lot of from Clemson, the edge rusher. That might be kind of high to, to get Miles Murphy. I wouldn't be surprised if D'Amico goes defense again, though, like try to build that defense up. So maybe he goes after a cornerback and try to build it that way. So you've got two guys back there that are young, that can grow together. Maybe
2: maybe Nolan Smith goes here. And then you got two of the the two best defensive players in the draft, arguably.
0: Nolan Smith, the edge rusher from Georgia. I could see that too. Um, That wouldn't be a bad haul. Get Will Anderson Jr. and Nolan Smith. I'm a Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go with that. The Jets. Now this is tricky because we don't know if the Jets are going to have this pick. Uh, we don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. We we don't know where this pick is going to go. They're in the same kind of situation too. They need everything. Uh,
1: yeah, they need some milk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's almost like best player on the on the board for them. Would they draft Will Levis? Say say the Aaron Rodgers stuff is still not resolved by opening uh, night. Would they take a chance on Levis still sitting there? Well,
1: Will Levis, I can't. If looking at listen, you gotta you gotta think to yourself. How can you see this guy in the huddle at a home game?
0: Mm, they just they just went through Zach Wilson too, like the
1: Jets. Jets fans gonna be like, "Boo!" <laughs> <laughs> and then he gonna take he gonna hear this, and, and I don't know if he had. I don't. I don't really know his mental, his his mental. You know, landscape.
0: Yeah. That well, but. Plus, he's got to play with the idea that he's supposed to be Aaron Rodgers. Like the Jets fans have been told, they're getting Aaron Rodgers for two months, and then say they don't, and Will Levis ends up being the <laughs> the starting quarterback week one. I, mm, no, <laughs> I don't
2: see I'll, that. I'll throw, I'll throw my uh, my two cents in real quick before I head out.
0: Yeah, um, we got. We're gonna just stop, you know, actually we'll stop it on this last one here.
2: I'll go Miles Murphy, just edge rusher. They could use some some more guys there. I mean, their defense is pretty good, but. I mean, yeah, You know Robert Sala wants to build that tank through the trenches.
0: That's a good point. I'll go Murphy, too. So to, to recap, we got through the first 13 picks. Carolina with Bryce Young, pick number one. Will Anderson Jr. goes to uh, Houston uh, with pick number two. Arizona trades with Las Vegas. Vegas moves up to three, selects C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. The Indianapolis Colts gets Anthony Richardson at pick four. Uh, Jalen Carter goes to Seattle at pick five. Uh, the cornerback from Oregon, uh, Gonzalez, goes to Christian Gonzalez goes to Detroit at uh, pick six. Uh, the Las Vegas trade—that's uh, Arizona—they get uh, Paris Johnson Jr., the offensive tackle from Ohio State. Robinson, the running back from Texas, goes to Atlanta. Uh, Skoronsky, the offensive tackle from Northwestern, lands in Chicago. W- Tyree Wilson, uh, probably the best edge rusher in this draft, at Texas Tech, going to Philly. That's, sounds great uh <laughs> right going to Tennessee the offensive tackle uh Nolan Smith the edge rusher from Georgia going to Houston and the Miles Murphy going uh to the New York Jets uh so we got the 14 picks or so Skyler's gotta get out of here he's got a uh, press conference is about to start here in two minutes uh over at the stadium uh we'll be back I don't know if we'll be back before the draft or not. Actually. Um, because it starts Thursday, so we, if we can get one in next Wednesday, we might. I think, I think Steve's traveling, so I don't know uh, if we can do that or not. We'll figure it out, but we'll, we'll keep you guys posted. We will have a post-draft uh, show for sure after everything is settled. We look at what they got. We can analyze all that. So uh, we got to get out of here. Uh, make sure you follow Believe on uh, Twitter, at Believe. Uh, you can follow us on our Twitter handles. You can see right there. Uh, for Jonathan Stewart and Skylar Callahan, this is Desmond Johnson. You've been watching and listening to the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast.